Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Backpage Breakdown. I'm your host, Antoine Staley. You can always find me at Antoine Staley and also find my work covering the NFL and the Jets at the New York Daily News as well. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you can definitely find out my information there. Like I say, obviously talking about Jets, Giants this week, there are a lot of information there. Uh, where you want to look up my colleague who I had on early on this week, Pat Letter, and you know, we talked about the Jets Giants preview there. We'll talk we'll talk a little bit about that too as well, uh coming up there. But first before I get into that, the last of the major pro sports leagues kits off this week and Bet Online is your top sport top spot, excuse me, for all your NF NBA action this season. From MLB postseason, NFL, college football, and NHL now in full swing. Bet Online is your number one information source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Believe B L E A V B L E A V uh, once again to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot been going on. Obviously, like I said, with the Jets this week, there. I think, you know, a good place to start, too, as well, you know, to kind of piggyback off, you know, what we had talked about uh, with Pat on Tuesday is, you know, Dalvin Cook and, you know, also Carl Lawson, too. Both of those guys are kind of very similar situations as well. Both of them unhappy with their situation right now. Both have become backups, and they're used to being starters. And then I'll start with Dalvin. You know, I think, you know, he's the more prominent of the guy of the two. We're talking about Dalvin Cook, who was once considered one of the best running backs in football, uh, arguably as well. High, you know, was taken in the second round. I thought he should have been a first round pick, you know, in the 2020-17 draft has, you know, lived up the expectation there. Been one of the better running backs along with Christian McCaffrey, who also came out in that same draft as well. But, you know, I yes, they say father time seems like it's a little bit undefeated too at least at this point too with dalvin it's just hasn't looked like the same guy for whatever reason uh i don't know if it's because he took so much time off in the offseason you know trying to ramp back up and he is an older guy he turned 28 in august um that could be a reason also another reason is like i say just general age there you know wear and tear there uh, also recovering from you know his injury his shoulder surgery that he had you know due to the offseason you know, he got cut by the Vikings in June. There was a lot of speculation that he would be released a lot sooner. But for whatever reason, the Vikings waited, you know, until June. And, you know, I know people say, well, post-June designation. But the fact of the matter is, you know, you can designate somebody for June and still release them in March and April. So they they decided to wait till June. You know, he ended up getting cut there. A lot of speculation he was going to go to Miami. You know, the Dolphins, you know, from what I understand, just talking with people, they were interested in him just at their price. And the Jets' price was just a little bit larger than the Dolphins. So I think that factor in the Cooks signing in August as well. You know, if a team gives you more money, you know, just like anybody anywhere else, you know, around the world, uh, any walk of life, if somebody offers you more money and it's a similar type of situation, I think most people would take that situation. So I think that's kind of what Dalvin decided to do. He decided to take his situation, you know, take his talents to, to Florham Park and with the Jets instead of going, staying home with in Miami, which, you know, 
may or may not have been a good thing, you know, with the Dolphins too. You have to look at it as well. You know, A-Chain has become, even though he's injured right now, he's, you know, when he plays, he's one of the better running backs and definitely one of the fastest in the NFL. So easily could have been Dalvin could have been it could have been in a similar type of situation where, you know, he might have been the starter initially, but it became a backup player, you know, didn't seem like it was some interest from other teams, but it seemed like it was just the Dolphins and the Jets that were similarly bidding against one another. And, you know, he ended up signing with the Jets on August 16th. You know, really, you know, it was kind of slow rolling too because, you know, he signed August 16th. He ended up going back to South Florida. He's from, like I say, Miami area, lives in Fort Lauderdale. Ended up going back there uh, for the birth of his child. End up then doesn't really start practicing until the end of training camp once the games are completed there and you know everything is heading towards the season. So basically, when he came in, the Jets had already started practicing uh, more than a month before. Like they practiced before them and the Browns started training camp before everybody else because of the Hall of Fame game. So I believe they started camp the June, July 19th, 20, somewhere around there. So he was behind the eight ball there automatically. And then so he's trying to catch up to speed there. Ended up getting, you know, a number of carries in the season opener, you know, against the Buffalo Bills, which the Jets ended up winning. But they just never – he just never really got going there. It seemed like he was kind of stuck in the mud there. Again, really didn't have a training camp, really didn't practice throughout the summer. And they asked him to be really the workhorse type guy, at least week one, you know, while Brees Hall was still, you know, on the pitch count. Crazy enough, Brees Hall, I believe on 10 carries, he ended up getting 100 and over 120 yards and outperformed Dalvin just in that one game. And he was on pitch, he was on a pitch count then, a carry count. So, and then the second game of the season, for whatever reason, the Jets just didn't run the ball at all. And, you know, Brees Hall was not happy about it. He voices his pleasure after the game, you know, Patriots game. I think they wanted to run the ball, but no one knew what they were going to do, especially Bill Belichick. You know, his scheme and what he likes to do uh, defensively, you know, he likes to take away your best options offensively. And their best option was Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and running the football and forcing Zach Wilson to beat you, which he did not in that day. So I think, you know, from there, it were one and two. A lot of people just wrote the Jets off for dead, including myself. I thought, you know, Zach just I questioned whether he could be the guy. I didn't think he would be, you know, to be honest with you, simply because, you know, he hadn't he hadn't played. He didn't play well against Dallas. People made excuses for him there. He didn't play well against New England, and I don't think it was really an excuse there. But he has start. He has played better, you know, starting with the the Chiefs game, end up losing that one, but play well against played solid against Denver, played you know, solid against the Eagles there. We'll see how this continues to carry on throughout the season, especially with the Giants. I think it's going to be his ultimate test. But back to Dalvin, you know, again, once they eliminated the Brees, like the, uh, excuse me, eliminate the pitch count from Brees Hall, he just never got going. And then now all of a sudden he's become the backup quarter, backup running back. And I don't know, you know, he said, we talked to him earlier this week too, and on Thursday, and he basically said that, the Jets didn't give him a specific role or what he would be, what his the idea of what his role would be. But you have to know when you got a guy as young as Brees Hall, who was talented as him, even though he was coming off an ACL injury, you have to know he's going to be their featured guy. He's going to be their leader. And then 
uh, if we asked Dalvin, you know, about trade rumors and things of that nature, and then his response was, that's something I can't control, my name floating out there around trade rumors. If you watch my career, I get better and better as the game goes on. More touches, filling the defense out. The more touches I get, the better I get as the game goes on. And then he also slated on, goes to say that, you know, we talked about, you know, does he want to be traded? He says he didn't necessarily say he's going to go into Joe Douglas's the general manager's office and ask for a trade, but he said he w- he wants to play. He said this is a different situation for him. Um, he goes out there and busts his rear end, you know, quote unquote, you know, to paraphrase it, but he's ready to go out there, you know, and be a contributor when his number is called. He wants to he wants to be out there on the field. But the fact of the matter is Alvin Dalvin Cook is averaging 2.8 yards per carry as 109 yards on 39 attempts this season with no touchdowns. I thought the Eagles game, he he started to look a little bit. You kind of see that speed starting to come back a little bit. But, you know, the fact of the matter is Brees Hall is just a better running back right now. And I, th- I don't think anybody would dispute that. So you have to wonder, do the Jets decide to trade him before the deadline? I'm sure they would like to. Uh, I know they, as a matter of fact, I know they would like to, but, you know, I don't know if there will be enough takers for his services to consider the fact that, you know, his contract and, you know, everything that comes with it. And, you know, we're talking about an aging running back. So it would have to be a situation where an injury were to occur, possibly, whether it be this weekend or weekends prior, where, you know, they need a guy that can take some, that can take some pressure off the quarterback and a veteran, you know, Maybe you go out and get a Dalvin Cook, but I think it's going to be hard pressed to find any takers. I think Carl Lawson has a potential to get moved before, um, you know, Dalvin Cook does. But I know Dalvin ended up saying that he's going to go speak with Joe Douglas too as the trading deadline on October 31st approaches. You know, I'm sure he would like to, you know, understand what his role is going to be the rest of the season there. If he ends up staying up the Jets roster, then, you know, you're getting paid to you're getting paid well to be a backup. That's basically what it is. I mean, he just might have to accept, you know, what it is at the moment. You know, so uh, it's not an easy situation for him to be in. I don't see the Jets and Dal- I don't see Dalvin Cook being a distraction off the field, asking, requesting him to get traded. But, you know, obviously he was frustrated with his role you know, with the team there. And he said as much too on Thursday, you know, Carl Lawson, you know, similar type situation coming into a season, you know, it's projected to be the starter. I think a lot of people thought Carl Lawson would be, you know, have a better year come his second year coming off an Achilles injury that he suffered in 2021. When the Jets signed him, I thought he was supposed to be a cornerstone. So wonder, you know, into a improving defense. However, you know, it just hasn't happened, you know, and basically I think injuries have had a big reason to do with that. Although I think Carl Lawson had a really good season in 2022, given the circumstances of him just coming off an Achilles, you know, injury and uh, things of that nature too. But yeah, I think, you know, now he's in a similar situation where, you know, training camp, he was in this, he was projected to be a starter alongside John Franklin Myers and the rest of the defense, Jets defensive line. He hurts his back. You know, that put that was a bit setback for him. Did not play in the opener against Buffalo. Jermaine Johnson, who they drafted in 2022, who I always thought that would eventually supplant Lawson. I thought it would be this year anyway, simply because I thought they would depart they would part ways with Lawson because of, you know, they didn't owe him any more guaranteed money, at least until uh they reworked his deal uh as much as so well they have to. But, you know, I thought that 
you know, he, they would have just cut him or tried to trade him because, you know, you had a guy, Jermaine Johnson, who I thought, you know, he might have not been ready He's, as a rookie, but I thought he might have been, you know, ready for that role this upcoming year. But it, I guess it was good in a way because you had somebody like Carl Lawson and other guys to push Jermaine to be where he is now, which is, you know, I think a legit starter, and you know, a contributor to this defense and maybe, you know, a guy that gets you, you know, eight or nine sets this year. And I think that would be, you know, tremendous for Jermaine, just considering the fact that, you know, a lot of, you know, for him, like, and this is his words, just what he told me, when he saw, when he was looking at the film last year, he didn't recognize that guy. He didn't recognize that Jermaine Johnson. He didn't see that same volley guy that he was at Florida State. And now all of a sudden, he just, he's become that guy, which has also forced the Jets to say, you know what, we got a younger guy who's playing well. I, I even said it, you know, I think after the Bills game and maybe the Cowboys, I was like, even when Carl Lawson comes back, like when he's healthy, you know, he's the backup. Like, I think Jermaine has earned that right. Yeah, he's playing well. Keep him in that role. He's eventually going to be the starter. And, you know, he has been that guy, you know. So, yeah, it's an unfortunate for Carl Lawson there. Had a seven-set season in 2022, played all 17 games there. And then all of a sudden he can't really get on the field. He was inactive against, I believe, against the Broncos too as well. Uh, obviously didn't play against Buffalo. Uh, he's just – he has three tackles and 73 snaps this season. And Carl Lawson told us, like, he just wants to be able to play more and get out there on the field, too. So a lot of things go into it, and I don't want to get into those type of things. Lawson told the reporters on Thursday. I do believe I'm capable of a lot of different things and able to boost at a very, very high level. Uh, and he goes on to say, like, you know, unfortunately I had that injury in camp talking about the back injury, but I know the type of person I am. I know the type of player that I am. I know my arrow is always trending up no matter what the situation is. And then, like I say, he's been floating around trade rumors. I think his name possibly, you know, a lot of people have linked him towards maybe the Raiders, you know, Jets could use a maybe another wide receiver, Hunter Renfro, you know, throw his name in there, like just do an even swap with both of them. Both of these guys are guys that were once contributors to their team. Renfro ended up signing a big deal, I believe, after 2021. You know, Josh McDaniels comes in and just, you know, he, just, he doesn't fit their system. And then they end up going to get Jacoby Myers. And Jacoby Myers is essentially their, you know, secondary receiver out, you know, next to, you know, Devontae Adams. And uh, Carl Lawson ended up going to say, goes on to say too as well before you know closing this out too. I, I definitely want to play and contribute because I know I can. I've always proven it. I want to contribute right now. I'm with the Jets. I definitely want to play more and I want to. I, I want to do what I did last year and then some. I always want to help the Jets win. I always want to be the best version of myself. But at the end of the day, I I do I do want to be a football player. I do want to produce and I do want to help because I'm a football player, not a cheerleader. So he, you know, I believe he wants to be a Jet, but, and he took less money. He took the $6 million pay cut to stay with the Jets to try to win a championship with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, this year is not going to happen. You know, I mean, sure, the Jets could still technically win a Super Bowl, but I don't think that's probably likely to happen. They could be a playoff team, nevertheless. But either way, like, you know, you wonder if, he could have just gotten flat out released by the Jets and then maybe going somewhere else. That would have been a better situation for him. But at the time, you're thinking Aaron Rodgers is there. Everybody's saying a goodwill and, you know, they want, they're there to, you know, has good vibes with Rodgers and they want to win. 
they want to win, and they believe they had a good opportunity to win at a high level with Aaron Rodgers. And nobody knew that Aaron Rodgers would tell his Achilles four plays into you know his career with the Jets. So that's just unfortunate. There, we'll see if those guys get traded before the you know trading deadline, which is on Tuesday. We'll have a show on Tuesday as well uh, after the trading deadline. So we'll we'll figure it, we'll figure things out too. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of follow and monitor, you know, the, that situation in regards to uh, Dalvin. I mean, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, as I'm sure a lot of people have known, they both were cleared from concussion protocol. They both will play against the Giants on Sunday. You know, I think with DJ, you know, he, what he interestingly does, he told us today that he ended up suffering uh, the injury against Tampa. I mean, not against KC, excuse me, uh, during the game. And then he decided he didn't, I mean, he ended up suffering that injury, but didn't report it, didn't tell anybody. Um, and then, you know, he ended up having some head injuries there. He suffered from nausea, headaches, things of that nature too. And then, of course, um, you know, ended up going on the concussion protocol, not just for one week, but ended up missing two games too. Missed the game against the Broncos, also missed – you know, the game against the Eagles as well. And somehow, some way, you know, the I mean, the Jets end up finding a way to not only get the win against Denver, but even with Sauce Gardner also going down with a concussion, we don't necessarily know how he suffered the concussion because we weren't able to talk to him on Friday. But, you know, that'll be something that we'll have to ask him down the line. But, yeah, I definitely think having those guys back, especially for a game like this, is huge too. Because I mean, it's a big game for both teams. Obviously, you know, the Jets, you know, want to continue that trajectory of you know trying to make the playoffs for the first time since 2010, and you know, being led by their defense there and just having their offense not mess up the game. And then if you're the Giants, you know, obviously you want to win this game because you go two and six, then that's kind of a bit of a death sentence there where three and five, especially when you got a game against the Raiders next week, you go four and five against you know, in a four or five against the Cowboys, you know, the rematch and on November 12th, it looks a lot different. You know, you lose that, you're four and six, and you still have an opportunity to, you know, right the ship there and, you know, possibly, you know, contend for the playoffs, especially in the NFC where, you know, I don't think it's nearly a stat as as much in the AFC, but it's definitely a big game there. But getting those guys bad sauce and DJ is definitely going to be huge too as well. So, yeah, that's that's all for me this week too as well. You can actually check out the earlier podcast I did with Pat Leonard. You know, that's up too as well. Been up, you know, since Tuesday. You know, we'll definitely be back with you uh after the trading deadline on Tuesday, you know, breaking down some deals and uh what you know, whether it be from the Jets or other teams too as well. And then, you know, we'll also be back with another show later on that week, you know previewing the game against the Chargers on Monday night too as well. So yeah, Bat Page Breakdown is brought to you by Bet Online Sports too as well. You can go on there, check out, you know, gamble, do some things of that nature too as well. Uh my name is Antoine Staley. Again, you can find me at Antoine Staley on Twitter and also or X or whatever it's called now. Also find me at the New York Daily News too as well. <laughs>